the official sound of the Midwest. Midwest Girls is made up of two friends who turn co-host. Meg and I will take you on a raw and unfiltered journey through our lives as followers of Jesus. Whether we are sharing truth and biblical wisdom, giving relationship advice, or telling stories of our dogs, we seek to exist as a platform to give encouragement and love while maintaining our motto to be unashamedly bold, truthful, and genuine in the name of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Midwest Girls. Today, it's just Meg here as Kylie is finishing up her missions trip currently, and I think even now is on her way home. So we've had to do our own separate thing, which is good. And, uh, you know, of course we enjoy being together, but it's good to know that if we need to, we can both handle doing a short blip of a podcast. Although personally, I am way more comfortable bouncing off of Kylie. That's just my personality. But she's always pushing me to do things. So here we go, Kylie, my cliff pushing friend. Everyone needs one in their life. Okay, first off, I want to give a shout out to Toops and Co., our wonderful sponsor. If you type in our coupon code of MidwestGirl10, you can get 10% off of organic, homegrown beauty products and makeup uh, made by Emily Toops. And they are beautiful, you guys. I've been using my, I've been using for their products since GNU probably December now I think about it and they are just amazing and they haven't run out yet so it is definitely worth it and my skin feels and looks so good so definitely go grab yourself some um, beauty products I am pretty excited they've come out with a deodorant I had a full cart at school the other day walked away and lost it of course but this deodorant is getting a lot of positive feedback in that it actually works and as we approach summer months let's be honest we all need a deodorant that actually does the job of a deodorant because some of those store-bought ones that are all natural they don't work you know what I'm talking about so grab some with Midwest Girls 10 Tubes and Co. All right so jumping in to what I have prepared for us today um at the time you're that I'm recording this it is the end of school, it's graduation time, and it makes me ponder and think about life and new adventures and crossroads. And I mean, I get nostalgic um, watching these kids at, you know, I've been subbing at school, like seniors coming into the classes that uh, I'm subbing and their aides and they're telling me where they're going to college and what they're excited about, what they're scared about. And oh my goodness, I remember that time. And the, the many emotions and it, it just has me thinking about these questions we ask God at these crossroad moments of life and ultimately the question of what does God want me to do with my life? I remember asking that of a pastor. I remember Jesse asking that of a pastor and um, especially in those younger adult years like it feels very daunting, but exciting. And um, so I just want to touch on that a bit today. Um, So what does God want me to do with my life? Um, Currently, um, I'm at a bit of a crossroads myself. So it's really on my heart and timely. And 
a few weeks ago, we had Pastor Matt on and he talked about calling. Um, His was more geared towards the calling of full-time ministry, which some of us are definitely called into that. But what about the rest of us? Like, okay, well, I'm not called into full-time ministry. What does God want me to do? Well, I believe that we can find the answer just over the years as I've been um, doing scripture um, uh, reading and seeking guidance myself. Here, Here are the conclusions I've come to. First off, we are all called. It doesn't matter if you go into full-time ministry or not. Um, Pastor Matt hit on that in his podcast that this idea of full-time ministry is only 100 to 150 years old. Uh, Most pastors, and even a lot still today, they work another job. Um, So the idea of like, okay, I'm supporting myself and my family as a pastor, that's, that's relatively new. So we're without excuse. But the first calling, first and foremost, is to God, by God, and for God. And what I mean by that is each and every one of us is called to God. That's our very first calling, you guys. He made us, and that call to Him is to accept His Son and the truth of His Word and to let Jesus reign in our lives and be guided by the Holy Spirit. That is first and foremost. So if we're there great job. I'm already on the right path. Yay. Um, So first and foremost, get your life right with Christ because then these things will follow. When the big questions come like, okay, God, what do you want me to do with my life? We have this blessed peace and assurance and the Holy Spirit to guide us with these questions. So seniors or here, me personally, let's do this. Let's go this way. I'm currently at a crossroads in my life. Um, I remember when I was at your place as a graduating high school student, and I I apologize if it's not you, but I'm kind of talking specifically to this time, revisiting my testimony. I was, I thought I knew what I wanted and I was on this set path. And I, looking back on that now, I'm like, God is so good because he intervened. Um, I was set out as a music education major and I thought that was it. You know, I'm going to go be this music teacher and I've got had a great scholarship and I love music. And But I also, at the time, I met Jesse and we were, I actually met him back in high school and, you know, we both were in college and our relationship grew and he graduated and we really felt in our heart that the Lord was calling us to be married and I was continuing with school still, but um, my life just went in a way to where I did not finish the um, the music education degree, but I did graduate with an associate's, but I was allowed, that allowed me to stay at home with my babies. And the point I'm trying to make there is God knew me so much better than I knew myself that I I knew in my heart that I wanted to be a a mother, a a wife, a stay-at-home homemaker. And I still want that, you guys. Like, I believe the culture is starting to make a shift towards that as not being so stigmatic anymore. But um, back then, it was almost embarrassing to admit to someone like, well, hey, I really, I want to be a mother. Um, This is a desire the Lord has laid on my heart. And I kind of got thrown into it um, earlier than I, I expected. And, but that was God's hand. Absolutely. So 
I've been uh, doing that, but the Lord has opened doors in my life to where I, you know, I taught piano lessons at a studio and I served as a worship director. So the Lord intervened and guided my path. And that's what I'm saying is if you submit yourself to God, first and foremost, he will be diligent in um, guiding you and even intervening when you you're not quite sure like i i praying the prayers that i prayed i can see that they were kind of um sporadic but he answered them in very real tangible ways and to see his faithfulness that way is amazing so that's my path i'm not saying hey everyone don't go to school and become moms i'm saying very specifically this is my life and you can what you can trust god to guide yours so Think about these things. Don't stress because if you're following Jesus, if you're submitting day by day, step by step to him, he's going to show you what he wants you to do. And you might be thinking to yourself now, hey, well, Meg, that doesn't help me decide what type of job I want. So let's let's hit on that a little bit too. Um, what things did God gift you in? What comes so natural to you Um Think about those things and what type of job you can do in that area. What classes in school didn't feel like work? What ways can that be implemented in the workforce? Take the time and seek the Lord in this. And then the other part I want to um, to point out with that is, okay, but how, how do I be a light for Jesus at work? And I would just challenge you to say, like, I think that just goes back, like, here, I'm not trying to call out anyone but myself as I say this, but sometimes I, especially since I was in the ministry world, I would think, well, okay, I can't be as effective because I'm not in ministry. And I think that can translate to others sitting in the pew. Well, it's my pastor's job to to do this. It's the worship director's or the children's director's job to, to tell people about Jesus. No. The Great Commission is for all of us. If we call ourselves a disciple of Christ, it's even a command to 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 tell others about Him. So, what? How do we do that in the workplace? Um, I want to look up these scriptures that I have here, and this is Colossians three twenty three through twenty four. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. Not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. And here's Proverbs 16.3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Whatever we put our hand to, guys, we do it as worship to the Lord. And if that, what does that look like in the workplace? What does that look like to others? It looks like working at something to the best of your ability. It looks like being the best employee that you can be. It looks like honoring those in proper authority above you. And that comes with blessing. And people will start noticing that you are different. Like, hey, she doesn't gripe or complain about her job. In fact, she does it very well. Can you imagine the impact we could have for Jesus if we were all to act that way? And I mean, I'm guilty as charged. There's some days you get up out of bed and you do not want to do what you have to do. We're all been there. But 
imagine if we were to approach every single day as worship, how much, what, first off, how much more joyful we would be. Secondly, how could that be infectious and contagious to others? So, um, I'm at this crossroads in my life and I give God glory, you know, that I did have those years with my babies, but, um, I think it's safe to announce this now. I've, I've been at a crossroads. I've made, um, I've made some references into it in other podcasts, but I, I think I can say now that next year, next school year, I will be teaching at LifeWise Academy. And I am so thankful to the Lord for the doors he has opened and closed in my life. And there's another one that I'm, I'm not ready to announce yet because I don't have 100% clarity if it's what I'm doing yet, but the Lord is intervening even more so. So I'm at that crossroads with you. I'm asking myself the question, what does God want of me? What do I want of myself? Like and intrinsically, what's going to give me value and a sense of pride, not, not, um, not arrogant pride, but like that I'm contributing to the kingdom. Um, so I'm there with you, I guess is all I'm trying to say. Uh, and for those of us who are already in the workforce, I hope this can just be encouragement to you as we diligently go about our work to just to be joyful, to to do it for the glory of God. And um, yeah, I, a lot of this I've been learning comes from a book called The Call by Oz Guinness. I can't recommend it enough. And um, Pastor Matt's been doing amazing series at church on calling and vocation. And it's just been so cool how God's been taking different aspects of my life and teaching me about calling and life in general, honestly, and what he wants me to do. And if he can do it for me, he can do it for you and he will. So submit yourself to the Lord and he will direct your path and always acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Um, First and foremost, remember we are called to God, by God, for God, through the saving blood of his son, Jesus. And the Holy Spirit will tell you what to do. And don't, don't, be, don't be ashamed or I think, I guess this is just a thought I'm having. Like if what you want doesn't line up with what the world thinks is important, you're usually on the right path. So I just, I just pray over you all that you, um, that you take this to heart and, um, praying over myself too as I we're making decisions and best of luck to any graduating senior and you just so on my heart right now so we love you and we will see you next week I believe both me and Kylie will be back and there might be another one where we are pulling a guest in but then we are taking a break a much needed break as much as we love podcasting we love our families and we need that time to recharge and reset so Love you all. God bless. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. We could not do it without you and all your support. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a five-star review, comment your thoughts, and share this with all who you love in order to raise awareness for what we are doing here on Midwest Girls and at Project 68. Also, I just wanted to let you in on just a little secret. We have a little discount code for our listeners at our merch store, which you can find on our website or in the notes section below. It is Midwest Girls 
10, all caps. Again, Midwest Girls 10, all caps. And you can find our merch store link at www.project68ministry.com or you can find it all in the show notes below. We give God all the glory for this platform and we hope this podcast is making an impact for the kingdom. So until next time, much love and God bless you all.